What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. John, this this Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by EaseWellness.com. Promo code HAM. Promo code HAM. Promo code HAM. EaseWellness.com. Best CBD products delivered to your house. Promo code HAM. And, John, it's brought to you by Hair Club. HairClub.com slash HAM, guy. HairClub.com slash ham. Support the pod. On to the segment. Would you say this is the biggest story coming out of the game? Was it the game? Was it the owner? Was to, it Clay's health? To, I, like, I'm just biggest, I'm asking a serious question. I, well, so when I was up this morning, I had uh, ESPN on, and the biggest story on ESPN, just based on the video, I didn't have the volume on, was uh, uh, Beyonce having a making a dirty face. And Kyle Lowry getting pushed by one of the Warriors' minority investors, it, uh, it who does, has been banned from the finals by the Warriors. They took immediate action. See, it does it does feel for the yeah for the finals. <clears throat> it does feel like Mark Stevens is the biggest story, not the game. It, it yeah no, there's no doubt. Like to me, the game is third, just based on all the highlights I saw on ESPN. The game is third. Now that's it, not in my world. I don't know how it is in your world, but. Yeah, not in my world either because I don't really care about Mark Stevens. It's already by the end of the day today, it'll be that Mark Stevens had a had a knife and was thinking about shanking him. Uh, and it's just was he? It's like, Do we know that he didn't have a knife. Well, we know the thing that's coming is his voting record. If it's anything with that, is an onslaught that will just make me sign off Twitter for a day or two. Uh, I I just think LeBron's already chimed in on this. This is a problem for the NBA is these ancillary stories outside of the game. I mean, this is a fucking NBA Finals Game 3. This has potential to be one of the biggest upsets ever in NBA history. Now, the reason there's an upset is because of the injuries. But this Mark Stevens thing, I mean, we know where this headed, guy. It's going to be talked about heavily for the next couple days. And the Warriors tried to get in front of it and said, leave. Like, don't get it twisted. This is... Lacob well, probably needed this guy at the time because he needed the money. Like, Lacob was not Steve Ballmer when he bought the team. He needed his minority owners. Like, I, I would imagine this minority owner, there's a chance that he's kind of mad at Joe today. Like, you're fucking me. You're kind of just throwing me under the no, bus. No, he doesn't. Well, he could be mad. He doesn't have a choice. Like, 
Well, I agree. I didn't. But I'm just saying, I didn't. I'm the just second that he that it turned out this was a fan, this was not a fan. Because I texted somebody, I was like, "Who is that guy?" And they're like, "Well, it might be one of our minority owners." Like, well, now the NBA can be involved in this. Like a fan, you know, we saw the guy get banned for life at a jazz game or whatever. But you can get now. There's real punishment that happens, so he can be mad at whoever he wants to be mad at. I don't. There's no, not, I agree. To, I'm me, not, I'm not to me, there's not even two sides of this argument. No, there's not, not even an argument. What he did was mor- moronic, but this is what this is how people act sometimes. So, yeah. like, I don't even know what we're arguing about. You know, um, LeBron saying that if Lowry had done the same thing back, people would be wanting to throw him in jail. Like, is outrageous. Well, hey, hey, LeBron, you tried to trade your entire team for a guy that you have under contract in your agency. Like, I, I don't care about your goddamn opinion. You, you, you want exactly what that guy has. All the power in the world. Now, again, this guy using his power, like he shoved him. He, I mean, he shoved might be strong. He used his hand. It was I think what he did was be like the guy's really an ridiculous. Idiot. Here's what I think we can separate it. The guy's an idiot. He, they should fucking boot him. If they yank his ownership, whatever, I don't give a shit. I also think the other side, we're overreacting to the shove like he fucking took a bat to Lowry's head. It's not that big of a deal. Now, it's a big of a deal in the sense that a lot of things are going to happen to him, but the actual like physical. I mean, I just saying like he didn't hurt him. Yeah, look, yeah, I Larry was unfazed. I think it's worse because he's because he's in, he's an inve- well, he's an well, owner of the one, team, right? One thousand percent, it is. So my first reaction was That's first of all, the worst I, case scenario, right? Yeah, yeah. My first reaction was I'm not going to get on social to see what social's saying about this because I already know what they're. I don't need to. I know what the conversation is, right? Like it's pretty predictable. But and and hear what I'm saying here. I, Whatever they do, I think you kind of said this, and so maybe you won't disagree with me. Whatever they do, I won't have a problem with, because you just you're an owner of a team. Like there's, it doesn't need to be in the handbook that you don't push any of the players. Like you just, you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna feel bad for like you know you're not you're not part of the Warriors anymore. Like I won't feel bad because it's pretty bad. But I don't think that ha- like I don't know what's needed. I don't think anything's needed per se. Guy, <laughs> what? Sorry to interrupt you. What happened? Ramona just tweeted. Okay. Just spoke with Nicole Curran. That's Lacob's. Why? I guess they're married now. About the quote-unquote incident with Beyonce last night. Mm-hmm. This jumped the shark now from uh, Mark Stevens. She was in tears. Well, this isn't funny, I guess, but it's Twitter. She had been getting death threats on social all night this morning. She disabled her Instagram account just to make it stop. So I guess they say like the Bayhive. I think that's what they're called, right? Uh, beep, or is it? Yeah, Bayhive, not Beehive. Bayhive, Beehive, yeah, Bayhive, Bayhive, coming after. I don't know necessarily what she did wrong to Beyonce. Right, it interrupted her watching the game. I guess would that would the Bayhive would be mad about? Yes, <laughs> I, I guess. Just infringed on her personal space. I, yeah. So these but both I, these okay, stories I, are pretty. Well, this one's gonna because t- it's Beyonce. She's super famous. NBA ratings. I saw again down like twenty five percent. And it's not the I mean, worst. Does that include Canada? But none of here. Here's my here's my counter to that. Like it doesn't include Canada. Yeah, the ratings when Michael Jordan people, was I super high. I, I, I didn't know that's a thing. People no, it are doesn't. Saying. But it's never included Canada. We don't give a fuck about Canada. You know. Well, yeah, and but it, I, but I guess what I, what the point would be. Well, you don't think Canada watched like Michael Jordan to America? No, James? I know. But the point would be you lose you potentially. You know, if you had whatever the Lakers or Cleveland. Cleveland's not a big American market anyway. Yeah, I I understand some of the argument. I just also think there's an easy counter. But again, this is so – these last 12 hours are just the ultimate NBA here thing. 
And I, I've really enjoyed the finals. I mean, we got two superstars going at it last night in Kawhi and Steph. I mean, Steph threw his hat in the ring like, yeah, remember me? I, I, I'm. They, they never talk about me anymore as the best player in the world, but if I got to play like James Harden, I'd drop 45 a game. Oh, and just casually 8-7. and seven. Like, if Kobe Bryant had one of those 47 8 and 7s, we'd be like, Kobe just being Maba. But it's like, oh, of course Steph did. It's like, yeah, I, I mean – but again, my point is it's never about the goddamn game of basketball, ever. And this is we got to the point where NFL kind of teetered on that. It turns the consumer off. Like, I'm already like – and I understand what she said. Like, I've had a couple internet controversies where my – it's like, I just want to check my mentions because I like checking my mentions, interacting, and you're just calling me a racist. Like, I, I can't do this. So I do understand. Like, I'm not blaming her for crying because it has to just be overwhelming for her. But this is just so NBA. They have to find a way to get away from some of this shit. And it's just it's just part of their culture and it's ruining their product. Well, it's always about this ancillary shit, not about Steph having a historic night. It's not about Kawhi potentially leading one of the great NBA finals upsets in NBA history. You know, it never is about that anymore. And I, I honestly don't know if we're ever going back. I've been saying this for a long time. Totally irrespective of ratings just that i i just have chosen i chose obviously we do this podcast so some i gotta be aware of what's going on in pop culture but i just don't like it's it's part of the stuff i absolutely hate is all the bullshit and the nba on one i think it's a dangerous line to walk right because on one hand stuff that isn't your sport like directly your game stuff that isn't well how do you defend the slip screen what about the elevator screen what about all that stuff? Like, you go beyond that and you make your athletes kind of people uh, people that casual people are interested in as celebrities that can benefit your that can benefit your sport, right? There's like a level of uh, drama that I guess can be good as as an ancillary part of your product. Well, yeah, but it's a, it's a but, positive but, thing. But it's it's gotten I, I, it's so stupid. And well, it's not, about- it's like the amount, and you know, for me, part of this is like the player to player drama, not even, not, I'm not talking about free agency. I'm just talking about all these little beefs that everyone's always pretending exists. It just where, where it has worn me out. And I love the NBA. I'm not a, I'm not even talking, you're talking about, I'm not even talking about ratings. I'm just talking but I'm about, not talking about ratings either, even though kind of indirectly I am, I'm talking about the guy that's our age, 30 to 40, somewhere in that range who grew up on Michael. So they, they just, the NBA holds a special place. If you like sports and you were born in the 80s, because you just experienced a Michael Jordan, like he was a part of your life. That Now we've got to the point, and there was drama with Mike. I mean, he yeah, fucking left the sport. Some of that's good. Some of that's fine. We don't, mind, we don't mind that. I think they have completely jumped the shark, and I talk to more people that just go, yeah, I just, I can't really do the NBA. And that's where I think you're seeing it in the ratings, because I think naturally... A lot of younger people, and when I say young, I'm talking our age range, have clicked off the NBA that used to watch it because they're like, I can't do this. See, that's interesting because I don't don't get how some of these other stories would keep you from watching games because it's not really – like that's the part I don't don't understand that. Well, a lot of it is they think the sport – like if you just watch the game during the – like when they do tune in, it's like God during the regular season, guys aren't trying. Yeah, to me that playing. like that has a yeah. bigger impact on ratings than like all these ancillary stories. I agree, but then when you factor that in, it's like I, 
I already got to watch Reality Housewives with my wife. I can't take it with Kevin and Kyrie. You know, I, I just I, I can't do it. And it, the NBA teetered on that, and the the progressives hated this. Like the the political shit turned a lot of people off. That's not even arguable. Why? Because when we go to sports, we don't want that all in our life. It's a, it's why immediately when you start making this about politics with Mark Stevens, which is coming, it's just gonna be like, ah, oh, I can't take it. Like I, I don't want it. Just can we talk about this fucking clay? That's all I care. That's what the masses care about. And the NBA has become – it's becoming more and more niche into the wrong shit. And I, I can see it coming. I, and I just try to keep a pulse on the people guy, and they just – it's turning people off. And the ratings say it. I mean the common guy is just not watching the sport well, as But much we don't know why – yeah, I mean the ratings say a lot of th- – I don't – we don't know exactly what the ratings say in terms of why, right? Well, I think there are a lot of different factors yeah. with the NBA. With the NFL, it's pretty clear. Like the NFL one's not really arguable. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean that got to another level though of like. Yeah, and the NBA is not there, but like you, people were using the the NBA got on a massive scale because it is a massive scale sport to the degree that we don't have in this country. I mean, I mean the NBA is obviously a massive scale sports too, but the the NFL is on another level. Um, used directly as a political tool, <laughs> like. Yeah. It it was uh what's the word uh not identity mobilized. politics no was there a word for like when it's when it, when it, it itself becomes the ammunition uh by the way I watched War Dogs last night have you seen that movie in a while I watched I I watched it a little bit I, it was funny and I was flipping around too and saw the part where I didn't realize that was where the meme came from when he found out how much that he could have offered to get the deal when he's punching like, the wall. Yeah, you lowballed us by like he's like what like a million or two. He's like yeah, about fifty three million dollars. <laughs> Which I'm like, you still got the bid. You're still gonna make thirty million. What, so was he really just mad at that moment? Was because he could have made way more money? Was that the reason he was pissed off? He was pissed. I, I kind of stopped watching. Yeah, he was pissed because they basically they lowballed the industry, but they also lowballed themselves. Yeah, that, but that's they still won. That like if they don't lowball the industry, they might not win the bid. Well, I know. Part of doing a crazy low ball is you're going to have to be way lower than everyone else. The other funny part about that, not to get off on a tangent, is I've always said this about Bernie Madoff. And this, I don't know, really know, when would this have taken place? Was that set like back in the day? Or was that set like uh, War Dogs? It wasn't set like in the 80s or something, was it? No, it was set during the Bush administration. Yeah, so a little bit before I mean, second Bush. Yeah, like in the mid-2000s. So before technology right. probably is what it is now. But like Bernie, how you could get away with just like cooking the books, it's so much harder now. Like, well, we're just going to call Wells Fargo. We, we need you to forward this from Wells Fargo. It was like, yeah, here's our documents from the bank. They'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. Like how people believe this shit. Yeah, they're all handwritten and typed. Well, I remember I used to get in arguments with my dad. Like, Dad, you guys used to be in your business in farming, be able to walk into the into the bank that you did a lot of business with and be like, yeah, we just, uh, we're going to do this. We're going to need $7 million. Like, it was the handshake deals on loans in, like, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and probably creeping into the 2000s. We'll ne- that, that guy will never happen again, you know? And that was on a much higher level. But just the ability to get money. I mean, it's just when I tried to get this fucking condo three years ago, it was the most strenuous thing in my life getting the documents and getting people on the. It's just insane. Now, part of that was 
we had one of the greatest recessions ever because of like people getting money that they shouldn't have gotten. But those days, like that, that would not have the war dogs thing was definitely possible as of like 15 years ago. To me, it's 100% not possible. And I was thinking about this last night in the shower because I had just watched that clip and then I took a shower and then I was like, but there probably is just new ways to discredit, you know, to, to manipulate, right? Through a technology, just a different level. Like it's like, yeah, it's yes, there, always. But I do think one thing that has changed like fundamentally that is never going like through how, however that, you know, the, the police get better, the criminals get better. But the one thing that has changed that's never going back is how quickly you can get a hold of the bank and the bank can get you the information. Like you probably used it to, oh, we're going to have to mail you. We're going to physically find the documents. We're going to have to mail them to you. Then you're going to have to go through them. Now it's like, we'll just search the, let me just search ammunition and all these invoices and get you 500,000 documents in eight minutes. Well, I, I got one just on a basic, basic level. Like, me and my brother took these guys golfing the other day. We lost some money, and I basically had to pick up this guy's green fees, and I didn't give Jeff money for my green fees. So I was just like, maybe he'll forget. And then a couple days later, I just get, bing, bing. It's his Venmo request for $110. Like The guy that you had played with? No, my brother. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but it's like, you just, hey, guy, I got your $1,000 here. You're just like, well, we can, can you meet and exchange a check? No, you can press a button and fucking send it to me. Right. Well, the great example, my uh, sophomore year of college, two roommates, one of them left during the school year. I was go? the, I left, went to went back to San Diego. He uh, had enough? Yeah. I played baseball, so he needed... I don't know. I don't even know what the deal was, but just like kind of left. I was the one with my name was on PG&E and the cable, right? So my, my other roommate, my, shit up, dog. my other roommate, Steve, Steve Braun was always paying. He was on point, but the other guy left and you know, I hit him up a couple of times. Like, Hey man, like at the end of the day, you owe like a thousand bucks from the last few months you hadn't paid or whatever. You owed a thousand dollars in 20, 2005 to a Haberman that doesn't have any money. Is a big I had deal. no money, but, I don't even remember, you know, maybe the stuff was pretty cheap. I don't remember how it all got to that point. But what I do know is there was only so much I could do texting him, calling him. Hey, man. He, oh, yeah, yeah, he, I'll, I'll get it to you. Well, what? what? He, he could just ghost you. Like, hey, man, I need you to send a check. Well, now it's well, I like. Got, I got one guy. Why don't you send him a Venmo right now? Do you still have the number? I, no, I don't. I don't. And do you know what you do? You add interest. You go, well, oh, I've, I've, believe me, I have done the math in case I ever run into him on what the interest is. I don't know if I still have his number. What it, what interest rate did you charge him? I don't. You, I don't remember. You, 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 so I gave him something. Not, I gave him something casual, but I could throw it. at, What do you think? Twenty four percent. Well, here's back to back to Mark Stevens in a roundabout way. You remember when they kicked Donald Sterling out and Q, all Mark Cuban said, like on CNBC or something. He's just like, I. I this is a slippery slope. You know, like because if you're sitting Mark Stevens. And let's say you're you're regretful and you're you legitimately are disgusted with yourself today. Let's just mm -hmm. yeah. say that. I don't yeah. I know nothing about him besides some super rich guy. Right. Which he's probably not. But let's just say yes. I would imagine he's actually like pissed off that this is even a thing. But let's just say that he's regretful. Well he goes he gets Joe on the phone and listen, you're gonna try to keep you you kinda see like where this is headed. Sure. L listen, Joe. When you paid for that fucking team for $450 million, I cut you a $75 million check 
$75 million that you did not have. So this investment that we've all profited off of that's now worth $3 billion, and this new stadium we're moving in that I fucking floated you a lot of money with something at the time was a little risky, which was you, you were calling around. I was there for you. So when Cuban goes, this is a slippery slope, you're going to kick – because I see where this is headed. They're going to kick this guy out of the league and force like Joe or them to buy him out or something. Well, he's going to go, I don't want to be bought out. I paid for the fucking money. You're going to you're gonna kick me out for a shove? Wait, it's not a shove might be strong. I'm pushing my hand out? I do see the other side. And again, I think this guy's an idiot, a clown, a moron. Guess what? A lot of rich people are that own these teams, that own things in life. So I this could be the first thing where maybe this guy who is an alpha fucking venture capitalist like, fuck this, I'm fighting back. Darrell Sterling was so goddamn old. That guy that shoves and just – I was reading up on his wiki a little bit today. He has a bunch of buildings. He's donated a shitload of money to USC. I guess like the business school down there is called like the Stephen School of Business. Like this guy's a big ego, still kind of in the prime of his money-making life in his late 50s or something. I could see – you want a projection here? This guy making it a problem when they try to boot him out because that's usually what the Lakeup types – and. I'm not saying Lakeham would do that, but he's associated with a bunch of killers in business. And that's what this guy is. This guy might not go quietly like Donald did. Not like Obisuya, like, fuck this. We're going to do anti, like, we're in the rules to say you can kick me out for a shove. Because that's where we're headed, guy. I think by the, by a couple months, they'll be trying to force this guy out. Do you agree with that? I think it's a real possibility. I could not care less about that story when it happens. But yeah, I think it's a real possibility. And do you think but there's a chance I, this guy tries to make it a little not as easy as people think it should be? Uh, yeah, of course. Because why would you want to leave a cash cow again as an ego stroker? Of for course, you? but I also don't think like there's a point where I don't know that Joe like does Joe owe him a thank you for having been an initial investor? Like, hey man, at the end of the day, you've now I'm not saying he has the right to kick him yeah, out. Yeah, like but Joe, what I am I, saying, I'm, like, not, I'm not saying appealing Joe, to Joe because I I was there for you when you needed me when you needed me to me doesn't hold water. I'm not water. Joe would even be fucking him. Joe would simply say, "Bro, you made this bad." Yeah, I, I which I would agree with that. Look at where you're sitting. I mean, I, we're taking care of you. Like you, you, this has been a lucrative deal for us all. But I'm just saying that I I can see this guy not handling it very well. Sure. And, I also, but I also here's the other element we don't you, know you, that we you, did know. You think this guy should get thrown out of the league for a shove? A sh- Not really. Me, but again, shove. I again, you, you have to understand how how little I give a shit about. I don't. I don't care at all. Either. Like having a take on this story. So I no. But like I, I'll tell you what I said before. I, I think having him not come back is an immediate first step and a good one. There's really no matter how this thing plays out, I'll be fine with it. Like if they say he's back, great. If they say he's out, fine. I mean, I have a hard time defending somebody who is an owner of a team that shoves a player. Cause I, I, I'm not defending him. No, no, I, I'm, I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying like I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be screaming like this is inappropriate. Now, here's the one thing I don't know. Like it turned out we, not only was Donald. I hate even putting these two things in the same category because I don't think they are. But not only was Donald on tape being a racist, but it turned out his life resume was he was a piece of shit. Like, forget about racism. His life resume was he was a dirtbag. But we, I don't knew know that. this. Okay. I don't know this guy's life resume, and I think in situations like this, your life resume should factor in. I think sometimes what happens on social media is life resumes become completely irrelevant. Just what right now does the mob say? And I don't even know that this is a, you know, like a true, like what do the masses really think? I don't know if they even care. But I'm just saying, like, I think life resume, because things happen so fast, becomes a smaller factor as time has gone on. I don't know what this guy's life resume is. 
I don't um, know that much But either. I do think it should matter what your life resume is when you're in a controversial situation. I would agree there. So, but it do, it feels like it won't really impact it at all. Like good no, no guy, life resumes seem matter. to matter less and less. Yeah, I mean, voting for Trump. But I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about no, what, how, how to you know. I don't. I don't want to even make it about that because I, again, I think that's that's now making it something other than what it should be. Well, I, I'm just. It's clear the society we live in, at least on social media, like no one. I was at the gym this morning. But no I think even talking about, about that is not productive. I think it's anti- it's not not only is it well, not no, productive, but it's counterproductive. I would agree. It's very counterproductive. But every conversation exists on social media. It's like that's a conversation on Reddit. Yeah, well, literally every conversation has existed on Reddit. And I, which I enjoy reading sometimes. Sure. I mean, I, I'd be lying if I say I don't. I enjoy. What was the last time you? What was the last uh, thing you got on Reddit for? Uh, well, Reddit would be strong. I, I use Twitter as my Reddit. Yeah. But Reddit goes. But, Reddit can go even deeper. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get that deep. I, I do get deep enough where I read Twitter comments, and I mean, I'll, I'll be the first to admit this, and it's somewhat sick. I do look forward. Like once I was like, I was at the gym this morning on the treadmill, humble brag, stay in shape, watching CNBC. I just had it on the background. I was listening to the fucking music, and they were talking about it because this guy's a tech investor. So it's like. I start realizing, God, this is kind of a bigger story than just first take, mm-hmm. right? Like this is this because in in there in the business community, this guy's a big deal. I went, Jesus, this is gonna be a thing, you know? Yeah. And uh, but again, then I once I realized it was gonna be a thing, I was like, I'm actually looking forward to getting mad at some of the think pieces. And when I say think pieces, I'm not reading your think piece. I'm just reading the headline of your think piece. So I, I look forward to getting triggered on that. But again, I'll be the first to raise my hand. I'm sick a little. Uh, okay. Uh, can we talk about the game now? We only want to talk about the game. 25 minutes later. Uh, Clayson, but again, like, we're media. I, 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 you've converted me to the media side. Like, I, I like this shit, too. I'm not, I'm not acting like I'm above it. No, but I, I do think everything now is in the category of everything gets treated like it's just a reality TV show. And there is a difference between just like drama that's kind of fun and stuff that crosses the line into being counterproductive. And I think this one has the potential to cross into that space. But whatever. Would agree. You know, it takes too much of my energy to fight that. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.